Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world, and if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of BSN Denver, but they are real, and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 28 of McChesney Unchained. I'm your host, Matt McChesney, as always, coming to you from the studio here at 6-0 Strength and Fitness, 6-0 Football Academy, as we have rebranded this bitch down here at 7101 South Fulton Street, Unit G, down in Centennial. Uh, <clears throat> we are at 6-0 Studios right now, bringing you episode 28 of McChesney Unchained. That was a little Nine Inch Nails to bring you in. I am Matt McChesney, and on my left, I can't see him, thank God, so the uh, the light cannot reflect off of his five head to blind me in my left eye, which is blind, Mr. Sean Tufts, the man, the myth, the legend, what's up? What's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm great, let me tell you. Uh, so, first and foremost, uh, episode 28 is going to be a little salty. Uh, I'm feeling a little spicy today on a Monday. Um, we want to... <laughs> You're such an asshole, too. I want to get reverb off my forehead. <laughs> okay, put it down. Uh, we're going to start the show off by uh, on a somber note, but also on a celebratory one. Uh, our boy T.J. Cunningham, unfortunately, was murdered, and we were at his service, uh, what was it, Monday? Yep. Last Monday, and it, it was beautiful, and it was very well done and very uplifting, and I know that's what they wanted. And, and uh, you know, we're going to miss TJ a lot. He was a great man. And all I can do is say that for as positive as TJ was in the community and as positive a role model as he was for me, I mean, I, I remember when my brother died, he was in the room at Bus for Life, and TJ held me up for about five minutes just telling me it was going to be okay. And you know, I was, I don't remember a lot of that day. I was going crazy, but uh, he, I remember him being there for me. And, and it seemed like everybody that I saw at his funeral, which everybody was there, from Coach Mack to Coach Tucker to the two of us to guys we played with, the guys that played after us, the guys that played before, Buffalo Nation came out, and so did the, the state of Colorado. I mean, the senator was there, mayor was there. People showed up in force to support and show their love for, for T.J. Cunningham. and Yeah, man, when parking's a problem? When parking's a problem, you know people showed. So I all I can do is take a little bit of what T.J. brought every day, which was compassion and love and, and a positive attitude. All I can do is bring it each day, and uh, I know that he'll be smiling down on us. So we love you, T.J. Yeah, man, I think the coolest part of that whole service was when – you know, we probably had, what, 150, 200 former players there? At least, man. It was packed. And the preacher said, stand up. Everybody played CU football. And he looked at the little girls. He had four, five little girls. And he said, hey, you got 150 uncles standing right there. 
150 of them. It was pretty special. I mean, I was in tears the whole damn time. So we love you, TJ. And, uh, you know, there's there's always a way to give back, and you can go and, and, and find a way to donate to the Memorial Fund, and, and it's there, and Bust for Life can help you with that. So thanks to Bust for Life for all they're doing. Sean, is there a way that people can go and, and donate to that TJ Fund through Bust for Life? Yep. We got a, uh, a fundraiser up live. I can give you the – the link to it so you can go right to from your website up there there you go all right so <clears throat> our show today is brought to you by our good friends at vktrygear.com that's the victory insoles so at vktrygear.com it brings you mcchesney unchained uh remember you can type in 6050 and that'll get you 50 dollars off online uh so they're an incredible product uh, carbon fiber insole that really helps with floor production off the floor and a lot of our guys here training for pro day in the combine have been using them uh, Evan Worthington, Dalton Reisner, we're both in the combine running and looking good doing it. We got Pro Day coming up on the 14th. We got Pro Day at CU on Wednesday. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. A lot of these guys are going to be in the insoles as they compete. Uh, so, <clears throat> VKTRYgear.com brings you episode 28 of McChesney Unchained, and we go straight into it. All right. Uh, number one, um, Kyler Murray, 5'10, 207. Do you take him number one, Sean Tufts? Number one, no way. Why? Why not? If you're Arizona, why don't you take Kyler Murray? Well, first off, Arizona's got a serviceable quarterback. Now you can say it's serviceable. They play in the division with Russell Wilson. You don't. They don't want their own Russell Wilson. I don't think he's Russell Wilson. Fair. I think he's a great player. I think if I was starting a college program, I'd pick him first every time. What would you give up for Rosen right now if you're the Broncos? Case Keenum <laughs> and Joe Shit. Flacco. <laughs> I wouldn't give up anything. I don't want Josh Rosen. I wouldn't either, actually. I'd probably keep Case as a backup. Isn't it crazy that you're hearing like Rosen could go for a third rounder and he was the 10th pick last year? Dude, stock is so dumb. Oh, my it's, God. The, the, the draft picks, the way that they evaluate and, and like the, oh, my God, this pick is worth so much at the moment, but it's not worth dick down the road. It just It's so stupid to me. It's so trivial because, honestly, last year the best player on the Broncos rookie class was undrafted, Phil Lindsay. All right? The second best was the fifth pick overall. So you tell me the dynamic there. Um, I, I feel like the Broncos have a ton of picks this year, but it, look – if I'm Denver, I'm identifying who I want. And if I can move back, why aren't I? If they're not going to pick a quarterback, if they're not going to go get Kyler Murray, they're not going to go get Drew Locke, they're not going to pick the Jones kid from Duke, and they're going to ride with Flacco. They're 10? We're, we're picking 10, yeah. 10's a valuable pick. 10's a great pick, especially in this draft. Did you see these fucking dudes run yesterday, bro? Oh. The linebackers and the D-line and the, the, the safeties, the corners, holy shit, there's speed in this draft. There's so much fucking speed. If you're sitting at 10 and you can get one of these dynamic defensive linemen from Alabama or Clemson. Wouldn't take it. I'd take a 25 and I'd take a 35 over a 10. So would I. So you would trade. Every time. I Every would time. trade back too. And look, this is why. I would trade back because I think the the after the first maybe I shit after the first pick, I think everybody's equal. I don't really think you're going to get that much of a difference because I think the value the value is is equal in my opinion. Like getting a kid like Caleb Wilson, Chris Wilson's son from UCLA, who tested his ass off and did a great job, getting him in the middle of the second round. If you trade back and accumulate picks. And then you get, like, maybe you get 25, 29, and, like, 40-something for number 10. 
Well, that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty good. The top, pretty good. The top three picks are irreplaceable athletes. Everybody from the fifth pick up until about the 40th pick are about well, the same. Where pick. do you think Chubb would be in this year's deal, defensive draft? Because this year's draft is so loaded. The Williams so loaded. kid from Alabama, the Lawrence Clemson. kid from Clemson, the Allen kid from Kentucky is a monster, bro. He is such a freak. And we're not even talking about Bosa. And everybody's talking about Murray going first, and cool, I, I can fuck with that. And and you know what? I wouldn't doubt it if Cliff Kingsbury jumps at it because he loved him in college, wanted him, couldn't get him because Texas Tech, you can't recruit like you can in Oklahoma. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Yep. And it, it, look, it, there's no loyalty in this game. It means not for long, not National Football League. So Josh Rosen, prepare to pack your fucking bags and move on because you will. I wouldn't be surprised if they package Rosen on draft day for another look don't be surprised if this happens don't be surprised if arizona trades rosen to oakland for some of those first rounders and they do a bunch of like a bunch of horse trading on draft day oakland's got three first rounders they want to move up arizona's sitting at one they want to take kyler they've got rosen blah 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 i I know gruden doesn't like cars so there's so much horse trading that's going to be done here i I think the Broncos should do one of two things. Either pick the best three technique available because they've got to find an interior presence. Or if you if your guy is somewhere in the 20s and you identified that cat as your cat, move back. Trade 10, move back. Trade 10, move back. I did Trade 10, time. move back. Flacco, thoughts? I, he's like a used Band-Aid. He's not a Band-Aid. He's like you took the Band-Aid off my heel and put it on a cut on your arm after three days on my heel. One of those waterproof Band-Aids. So, like, it's not even really that sticky. It's just kind of there, and it kind of smells. He, I mean, he looks like Joe Montana in KC, right? He's going to have a weird, ill-fitting uniform. Ugh, that is, no, he doesn't. Joe Montana was good in Kansas City. He took him to the AFC title he, game. He looked like a JV player. Well, yeah, the 19 didn't fit him too well. What, what, 19. What fucking number is Flacco going to rock? He can't. What does he rock in Baltimore? Seven? Five. Isn't he? What is he, five? So he's going to rock five. It's That's the worst quarterback number ever, by the way. I mean, it's kind is of five sad. the worst quarterback number? Uh, What's the worst quarterback number? 19? Doug, Doug Flutie <laughs> rolled with 22. Yeah, that's just gangster, though. That's not bad. That's gangster as hell. You know, it's kind of a statement that we couldn't name what number he wears in Baltimore, right? It's like you were that forgettable. He got replaced by a fucking running back. I mean, it's what it is. It's what it is. Lamar Jackson just came in and was like, hey, bro, I can only throw three routes, but you're benched. (laughs) And then Elway was like, yeah, we'll take him over here. Shit, fourth rounder, shit, take it. You know, I'm I'm bullish on on him, though. I think he's going to bring some experience. I think he's going to bring some expertise. I think he's going to be the maturity that we haven't had. Oh, my God. What, you want another Case Keenum? No, man. I just Bro, I'm tired of recycling got guys that can't play anymore. Well, they worked out once. What the best quarterback ever from a cognitive level? That's bullshit. Now you're just fucking poking the bear because you know I'm having a day. He's number five. Number five. I'll, look, I'm, I'm pro on this pick because you're either going to stretch and take a guy like Kyler maybe where you shouldn't. You're going to stretch. and Why not just Josh play Case and... one more year and suck? And accumulate another top ten pick, and then pick one of these freaks next year that can play. Suck, you know. Well, we can doing. suck for From or you know, Tua or whatever the fuck, whoever you want down there. Uh, why? So why do we need to spend twenty eight million dollars on Flacco and Keenum? The Broncos should be drafting O line, D line, corner. Yes. O line, D line, corner. O-line, Go D-line, find corner. a way to move back at ten and draft Dalton Reisner, Caleb Wilson, and 
the, the best corner available. Bam. You got your right tackle or your left tackle and move Bull's dumb ass to right side. And that's what it is, 7-2. Figure it out, bro. Uh, you're not special. You're just a big dude that can, you know, come out of your stance fast. But other than that, you're one holding some bitch. So move him to the right side. Find a left tackle. Go pay Trent Brown. You know, like, I, if the Broncos aren't being the most aggressive group of people right now in free agency, Joe Flacco tells me that they're not rebuilding. So am I missing something? Yeah, I'm not quite sure Joe's getting the whole memo here. <laughs> Shit, you're the one that tells me you're, you're bullish on him and you like him, so why? Why do I like him? Because I think it's a, better, it's a better option than overpaying for someone that they shouldn't, a la Case Keenum. Are you going to do that again? Are you going to take the new <sighs> Case Keenum this year? You know that they have $28.5 million wrapped up in Flacco and Keenum? 28? That's how much Aaron Rodgers gets paid plus two million, $30 million. So they got, they got that wrapped up in two guys who can't play. So what, how are you going to get rid of Case's contract well, now? It beats paying $100 million for Does somebody. Does it really? For, what, are you gonna I'd rather pay $100 million a minute for Aaron Rodgers than $28 million one season for Kane, Keenum and Flacco. Not that's not the point. You're going to get the Eagles guy. You're going to get Foles for that money, and that's a crap. I thing. would take Foles over Flacco. Or would you pay $100 million? I would I'd put Foles on a two-year $30 million contract before I would Case Keenum. That's not what he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid $100 million. Nick Foles. Nick Foles isn't going to get a $100 million 60. contract. No fucking 60. way. Okay, I'll go with 60 That's $40 million difference. It's a huge difference. It's a huge difference, yeah. Are you agreeing with me or disagreeing? You do this all the time, you fuck. You've been doing this to me since we were in college I together, okay? I overpay Nick Foles. Fair. Well, I, Nick Foles makes me nervous because he can't do it. Can he do it anywhere other than Philly? And if he's supported correctly, yes, but that goes with every goddamn I wouldn't overpay so for a guy right now, and I wouldn't overdraft in this class because next year is going to be stocked. Next year is going to be stocked. I will I will agree with that. And, and look. Let's let Flacco or whomever we want to put in a jersey run out there and draft a line, please. So would you take an O-lineman at 10 if they're going to roll? Because there's going to be some good ones there. That Williams kid from Alabama is a freak. He's going to be there at 10. Yeah, I'll take that. I'd so what do you, back. if you're tra- okay, if, trade, okay, uh, trade back, get more picks, then you can take an offensive lineman, a tight end, a linebacker, whatever. You know, honestly, I, the kid from LSU, the white kid, he is a freak at middle linebacker. And I think that after the success that, that, uh, Fangio had in Chicago with Rake, with Roquan Smith picking him around like 10 or 11 last year in Chicago and him being you know, as good as he was as a rookie last year, I would not be surprised if they jump at that white kid from LSU. He's a sideline to sideline player, and they just insert him and just roll. And all of a sudden, look, you can never go wrong drafting in the first round athletically on defense. Usually those guys can play. Inside linebackers at 10 to 20 are great picks. You're going to get Raquan Smiths. You're going to get the Thomas Davises of the world. You're going to get those stout players that aren't going to over-attract too much attention. You're not taking a, line, a middle linebacker no. in the first five picks. Well, it depends on who the middle linebacker is, of course. But, yeah, even Ray Lewis went in the 20s. I can't remember one Keekley Keekly went pretty high. Keek, no, Keekly went nine. Yeah. Nine. Was, yeah, it's okay. You got a good point. Very rarely do you see a middle. I mean, Erlacher went in the 20s. Good point. And no like it was a free safety, for God's sake. So, All right, so look, our Warbands Warrior is going to go to Dalton Reisner and Evan Worthington, both of the Dungeon Family guys at the Combine this weekend, kicking ass. Reisner and Evan are both going to be draft picks, and we take our hat off to them. Uh, Dalton and Evan were actually in the first picture I ever did for the All Colorado team. It's out here on the wall. And on that, on that team is Kalen Balazs, Christian McCaffrey, Dalton Reisner, Sam Jones, uh, uh, Evan Worthington, 
you know, Brody Westmoreland, who played third base for the Astros, uh, you know, Eric Lee, who went to Nebraska. There's just dudes all, it's littered with just talent all over it. And I'm looking at it like, yeah, Colorado has no talent in my ass. So, Dalton Reiser, Evan Worthington, uh, congratulations for everything you do. They are Wearbands Warriors. Go to wearbands.com and uh, type in the promo code 6020 to get 20% off or buy your set here at 60. There are fantastic lateral production or lateral uh, athlete force production tool that we use here at 60. Great for O line and D line and really every lateral athlete, which is all athletes. So check them out at wearbands.com. 6020 is your. Uh, promo code there. Uh, congratulations to Dalton and Evan. All right, moving on here. Uh, NeuroFPX.com or NeuroXPF.com, excuse me, brings you the rest of our NFL talk here as we move into who's going to be on the Broncos roster moving forward and who's not. Uh, we just got a new shipment down here uh, of NeuroXPF product. It's the only CBD-based product with no THC in it, so no one will test positive or test hot. Uh, come check it out. I take it every day. The MCT oil and the CBD extended release gel caps are incredible. Uh, they've helped me a ton. And, you know, it's really an incredible product. Use the promo code 6015, and you'll get 15% off online, or you can come down to 60, and we will get you outfitted. So, NeuroXPF.com brings you the rest of our NFL talk as we bring you the end of Episode 28 of McChesney Unchained. And we don't have a lot to talk about today, so we're not going to waste your fucking time. This one's a quick, quick one. Wham, bam, thank you, officer. All right, so, who's back? Yes or no? Derek Wolf. I'm tired of a shtick. Me too. Gone. Sewer Cravens. Mm, don't care. Leary. I need a yes or a no. Yes. Paradis. I hope so. No. Stewart. No. Oh, you can't, but Stewart. I, I can't take a football player seriously named Stewart. Well, it's no. a 26. He's a, free, he's a strong safety. Do you think he's back or not? Uh, he's back. I would rather see him take Earl Thomas. I'd rather see him take a big. Oh my! God. Why would you want to go overpay Earl Thomas at thirty years old, Andrew Prone over over one year deal for Stewart? I'll take a vet free safety, vet song safety every day. So day. you'd rather spend your free agency money on Earl Thomas than Clowney, C.J. Mosley, Trent Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Bryant? If you could go get Antonio Bryant and Le'Veon Bell, what would you give up? You'd go sign Le'Veon Bell. And Antonio Bryant? And, no, and trade for A.B. because he's going to be available. Would you do it? And then give them both to Flacco. Now, you do that, and you go spend your first-round pick on number t- on number 10 on a tackle, and you move Bowles to the right side, and you put your starting left you know, tackle guy, Jonah Williams or Reisner or whoever you take at left, and then start McGovern at the center position because you can't resign Paradis if you're going to do that. Leary's got to go, so you've got a competition with the young guys. Bring back a guy like Billy Turner. I think that that's feasible. And I look, yes. That doesn't address the problem, though. The what? problem on the Broncos is not talent. The problem on the Broncos is leadership from. The problem the on the Broncos is talent. If Phil if Bell. Lindsay has Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown on the field and Flacco, and you, you've rebuilt your offensive line, you can spend number 10 on the best offensive tackle possible, move Bulls to the right side, and tell him to get the fuck over it, acclimate, or die. And then re-sign Billy Turner to a reasonable deal. Get rid of aging guys like Paradis and Leary and Valdir. I think that that's feasible. And I know it won't happen, but why not? Why the why aren't the Broncos going out and trying to get? Look, if I was if I'm on Madden and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are available, I'm fucking going after them hard. Why wouldn't you go after guys like that? If if in this league is driven by superstars and you know they're good players, 
Even even Le'Veon Bell, go get him. You know how much of an asset he is, how much better he makes your football team? Our locker room's not strong enough to take those two personalities in. Okay, so where is that? You don't think our locker room is strong enough? Where, on the offensive or defensive side? I think it may be too strong on the defensive side from a... Who's our best player? Von Miller? Well, Von, one. by far, is our best player. Our second best player is a Chris Harris. back. Chris Harris. Yeah, Phil's in the top see... five. Chubb's in the top five. Justin Simmons is up there. I, I mean, our best offensive see... player is, is Phil. I don't see any of those guys walking in and saying, you sit down, you shut I up. Think Phil's gonna, I think Phil will talk. I think he will. I don't think he will yet. Sure, he's not going to take Antonio Brown on. Why the fuck not? Because he's not going Phil to. Phil just made a Pro Bowl. He, no, he has every right to talk as anybody else. And you know what? Him and I talk about this shit all the time in here. Okay. All the time. I think you should. We talk about the fact that he's going to have a C on his chest next year and he's got to be heard. And there's a reason he's going to have a C because of who he is, not because of who he's going to be. Yeah, I still don't see anyone that's going to command. I, I don't see it in Von Miller. Well, didn't they get Flacco to command respect offensively? Because they tried it with Case. Look, Joe has a Super Bowl ring and an MVP. Regardless of what we think about him as a used Band-Aid, in that room, just talking to guys like Ryan Jensen, who played with Joe forever, he thinks it's a great move. McGovern's excited. Everybody's pumped. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The the media member in me is like, hey, let's fuck with Joe Flacco. But the football player in me is like, man, we just got a good quarterback. If things are good with Antonio Brown and Joe, then things are going to be great. If things get a little squirrely and it's he doesn't be get terrible. the ball enough, it's going to go super poor. Well, okay, so what about Emmanuel Sanders and Le'Veon Bell? What what do we even want Le'Veon? I don't think you need him. I don't think we – no, no, no. That's not what I said. Do need want. and want are totally different things. We're doing wish list right now. We're talking about – we're talking about free agents. And look, these are the best ones I could come in, up with. If we can find a way to get Trent Brown out of New England on a one-year contract, that's what he was on. I thought he was the most dominating player in the playoffs and should have won Super Bowl MVP. No way. Go back. watch that bitch from the, the Charger game to the, the Kansas City game to the Super Bowl. He was so fucking dominating at left tackle. I would take him in a heartbeat. I'd take him every day. I Man, I'd do whatever over, you got to do to get that guy. I would take him over Bell or Brown. How about I would take C.J. Mosley if they're going to let him out of Baltimore. Look, Le'Veon Bell and A.B. Are, are pipe dreams. They're not happening. Earl Thomas is a pipe dream. That's just not happening. Clowney? How much Clowney going to get? Look, Clowney's going to get a ton unless they franchise him. And to be honest with you, I don't think Clowney will be as good as a independent pass rusher five technique as he is as the hybrid radar middle linebacker that they use him for. Because remember, Houston's only really good because they have multiple guys and you can't double team all of them. Whitney Merciless, you can't double team. Watt, you can't double team. Clowney, you can't double team. Oh, fuck, they're all coming at the same time. Plus, they got McKinley and Mathow and all these other dudes. You would figure Houston's defense would be an all-time great D with all those dudes. They're right? close. They're close. They're, they're close, but they got to stop choking field. in the playoffs, man. I they're think Bill, Bill O'Brien doesn't do a good enough job getting his team mentally prepared in the playoffs. They're on the field all the time. Oh, they're totally. That's my point. Like he he treats playoff games like they're week fourteen. They're not. You got to change the way you play. Point in case, look what the Colts did to him in, in the fucking wild card round. That's what it is. God, that was embarrassing. All right, so look, there's going to be a lot of changes here for the Denver Broncos moving forward, and. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. I think that, it, to be completely honest with you, it could be the best thing humanly possible for Denver. So, uh, 
Sean, what do you think this team needs to do moving forward before we get you out of here? Because we got we got an interview with Phil Lindsay coming up here on, on uh, episode 28. Uh, so don't go anywhere. We're going to get Phil on the horn here for the last 30 minutes of the show. But, Sean, just before we get you out of here on McChesney Unchained, episode 28, what do you think about uh, the Broncos moving into the offseason? And just your overall thoughts of the team before we get you out. I want to see Von Miller take control. He, he takes control of games, but he doesn't take control of the locker room that I've seen. He doesn't sit a rookie down and say, perform. He's, the, he's not a vocal leader. He's not a vocal leader. Now, does can he you, need Can to you do that? Can you just become that guy if you're not? No, and I'm not asking him to be Ray Lewis. I'm not. Julius Peppers was a great leader, and I played with him three years. I heard him talk twice. That was it. He's just not, he's not a vocal leader. Was it more fear-based? You didn't want to let Julius down? It was more, I'm going to do the right thing. And you're going to follow me. And everyone kind of looked at him and was like, yep, well, I guess yes, we're doing sir. that. And yes, he, sir, Pepper, sir. Yeah, and he always did the right thing. Um, on the field, off the field, he was always in control. He was always in his lane. So how much of this is on Vaughn? And if we have another bad year, has Vaughn become expendable? That's a huge question here is if you're how trade much. Him, trade him now. Top of his game? Top of his game, God, top of his That hurts my feelings saying that trade Vaughn Miller. But you know what? We did pick another pass rusher last year. That's the nature of the NFL, man. You got to just, at some point, everybody moves on. What would Bill Belichick do? He, he'd already be gone. Already be gone. You know, he wouldn't have paid him. Yeah. He wouldn't have just won a Super Bowl with him and been like, okay, we maximize, gone. Because he did that with hundreds of He does of that with pros. everybody on defense, bro. Oh. He does. He did it with Ty Law. He did it, he'll Mardell, do it with Richard Gilmore. Seymour. He did it with Seymour. He'll do it with Vrabel. Bruski. He did it with Brewski. He did it with Laurie Malloy. Oh. He did it with Rodney. He did Laurie Malloy so fucking dirty. Remember that? They're like, hey, you're the captain. You're cut. And he did it with Rodney Harrison. He did it with everybody, bro. Who was the dude that he brought in from Baltimore? Uh, Odell what? He was no, like no, a, uh, he's a 96. Thomas. Yeah, Davis Thomas. A huge badass from Baltimore. Brought him for two years. Oh, he got an extra pump cut. Hey, Jamie Collins asked for a raise. Ship you to Cleveland. Fuck you. Malcolm Butler. Oh, you want a raise? We'll sit you for the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if we lose. We'll be back next year. Fuck you. Go to Tennessee. He how doesn't about, care. How about our boy Josh? They went out there and we got clean. Yeah. Did the right thing. Yeah. And Gruden was like, hey, was like yeah, yeah. Later. Yeah. Peace. It's the way it works. Hey, it's a cut to it, baby. Take All care right. of your job. Sean Tufts, thank you so much for coming on the show, brother. We appreciate it. 